0: Hey, there, it's me Denise Lee and welcome to the introverted entrepreneur podcast where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to declare a war against drama, chaos and confusion. If you are bumping into constant conflicts with family or friends or coworkers or clients, I want to put it to a stop right now. In today's episode, we're gonna be talking about how to end all this craziness, set better boundaries, and regain or some of us gain control in our lives you're going to get some really practical tips coming to you after this short break hey 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 and we're back i'm so glad that you are spending some time with me whoop whoop if this is your very first time listening so glad that you're here i know that you can be at a whole bunch of other places but you're choosing to invest in your own personal development thank you very much if you haven't done so already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to a lickety-split. And look, if you've been listening for multiple episodes, I want to let you know that I am appreciative of, the, of you as well. Let's be friends on social media. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, Denise G. Lee, where I'll inspire, encourage, and motivate you to be the best version of yourself. Everything we're gonna be talking about can be found in detail in my course, Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where I pop into your inbox every day for the 21 days and talk with you about specific subjects to help you understand yourself at a deeper level and to not just vanquish the time sucks, and people and things that are not making you feel good about yourself. You're going to get all of that and detail and amazing attitude. How do I get to it? Glad to ask. Go on DeniseGLee.com, click courses, and you can go to amazing attitude there. I will also drop a link in the show notes below in case you just want to access it directly. Okay, let's get into this whole idea of boundaries and people and all this other stuff. I was talking with a client today and it was just so fresh in my mind. She was telling me about a particular incident where a client was just acting haywire and the client was literally cursing to my client and she was distraught to say the least and couldn't even understand how in the world could she set herself up to be around a client that would think it's okay to curse at her and this happens more often than you, we may have thought about because for a lot of us who have had boundaries, and let me explain what boundaries are. Boundaries are basically rules of engagement about what we tolerate within ourselves, what we tolerate from others, and what types of things that we personally involve ourselves with. Imagine you have this invisible shield that's all around you emotionally with everybody. And when you're with people that you love and you trust and you feel vulnerable, those shields come down and you allow them to be present with you and you allow yourself to be intimate, emotionally speaking, and you can be candid and you can share those things. But with strangers or people you're not too familiar with, shields go up, the boundaries go up because you don't know them. But here's the problem that I face is that with a lot of us, we haven't been really taught about how to maintain those correct emotional boundaries. We let strangers and people who have invested little to nothing in our, growing a relationship in, with us have full reign emotionally over us. and We let them trample over us, disrespect us, cause all sorts of problems and chaos and confusion. And they haven't even earned it, but we give it to them freely. And then with the people who are actually in our world that have earned our trust, we have shields up because we're afraid of being vulnerable with the people who know us the most. And this whole issue of having these boundaries is so critical, not just in your business, but in your personal life too. I I mean, I'll be honest with you, there was... Many, 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 many times where I would go to support groups and I would share every single detail about what I was facing with relationships, with my job, all this other stuff, but I couldn't even be honest with my current friends my at the time about what I was struggling with because I was afraid of being judged and criticized by the people who know me, but I didn't really care if strangers knew every single intimate detail of my life, and I see this phenomenon a lot on social media, where everyone feels as if it 's okay to share all these private details with strangers online but struggle to talk with their family and friends about what they 're they 're dealing with, and I think the reason behind that is because somehow we feel as if we if we can be vulnerable with strangers it 's much safer because they're not going to come back and talk with our friends or our family and they're not going to make us feel bad or remind us about all the things that were we have stumbled and fi- had shortcomings and all this stuff so we feel as if it's a better way to connect but that's not connection at all and I talk a lot about an amazing attitude about how to form authentic connections, but for our time with one another, what I would like to do is I like to go over four ways that we can end the drama and the stress within ourselves and set better boundaries so that we don't get into unnecessary conflicts with ourselves or with other people because for far too long, we've been operating the same type of destructive games with ourselves, where we tell ourselves that we don't have to deal with our emotions, we'll deal with it at a later time. And then we have a bad incident with someone or something. And then we say, Oh, I don't think I need to deal with my emotions. And then we have accumulated damage from before. Now we have packed on more damage and then something else happens. Do you see what I'm saying? And then just snow piles and snow piles and snow piles. And what I like to do is I like to take some of that emotional baggage that you've got on that truck of yours, emotionally speaking, and just take one suitcase of drama away and today i want to talk with you about how we can do this okay because i truly believe that we all deserve to have peace and harmony in all areas of our lives and i'm hoping that as we talk you can have some more insights that you may not have thought about before okay now number one is i want you to be clear about your needs And when I say needs, I'm specifically talking about your emotional need. For example, I am. This is the introverted entrepreneur podcast. I am an introvert. I'm assuming you are too. You're listening to this podcast. Perhaps you just enjoy me. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. What I'm trying to say is that as an introvert, I get my energy from within, not from out. I need tons of downtime in order for me to recharge and rejuvenate, so that I'm fresh and uh, lively, and I have the energy to handle talking with client issues one on one. And that being said, I use I need time to. I do a lot of journaling. I have adult coloring books. <laughs> I have a lot of other things that I love to do to help me regain that sense of calm and peace and serenity. I love taking walks, okay? You have to think at least of five, ten things, go-to things that you love to do to help you recharge. For some of you guys, you get a sense of energy and uh, and excitement by talking with a good friend of yours, or perhaps you you love watching a good movie, a a tearjerker movie. I don't know. You need to be honest and think to yourself, okay, what do I really need for myself to feel good? What does my self-care routine look like? What do I need in order to be okay? And you may be thinking to yourself, Denise, aren't we here talking about boundaries with other people and ending drama? Well, yeah, this is all integrated because if you're feeling crummy and miserable and down the rut, how in the world can you have a good relationship with other people? I mean, Do you see how all of this is connected? You can't say to me, I want to have a good relationship with other people if you have a bad relationship with yourself emotionally. So I want you to, again, think about five to ten things that you could be doing that makes you feel good about yourselves, yourself and what you want. And as you're doing this, I'm hoping that you will also identify what you need from others. Do you need people to be okay with you speaking the truth, even if it makes them feel un- uncomfortable? Do you need people who will ask the question, hey, are you just venting or are you looking for solutions? I hear this a lot from women. Female clients have told me this a lot over the years where their significant other will come to them and provide a litany of solutions and remedies where all they really wanted was to exhale and talk. And they got upset because their their spouse or their partner or whoever was trying to provide solutions. And I, I always ask my clients, did you tell your partner, that you weren't looking for solutions. You just wanted sympathy and you just wanted to be listened to. And there's always this kind of this silence. And I said, I would say, you know, they can't read minds, right? They, they can't read minds. I think for a lot of us, we have all these expectations of others that we have never communicated. And the reason why we've never communicated is because we've never been clear on them ourselves. This is a part of being clear. And again, I talk a about an amazing attitude about how to gain that clarity so that you're not setting yourself or others up for failure because you have, been, have clear, clear identified needs and expectations, okay? Number two is I want you to set your priorities. What I mean by that is what are you really about, what are you really trying to accomplish in your business or your personal life or whatever you're trying to do? For example, I have this little manifesto that I have and I I, I highly encourage you to, to create something of, of that nature as well, where it lists out everything that you want to accomplish and the reasons behind it. It keeps it top of plate. Are top of mind rather about what you want to accomplish. So, if, anytime that you feel as if you're you're veering off, or you're getting sidetracked, or you something else has cut your mind, you you always come back and I and ask yourself, is this tied to my large larger purpose or my larger goal of what of what I want to do or what I want to accomplish? And if if it's not, why am I doing this? Sometimes even asking yourself, is this tied to the larger Image of what I want to accomplish, why am I distracting myself? I, I think for a lot of us, we have been addicted to having as many things checked off as possible and to feel important by having a lot of things going on. I'll never forget when I was involved in this particular nonprofit organization and everybody was told to go around and give a little description about themselves and what's going on. And I'll never forget this one particular woman saying, you know, I'm involved in this and activity and that activity and I'm doing this. And it was almost as if she was trying to puff herself up to let everyone know that she is super important, super special, and that she's got a lot going on. And all I could hear was an exhausted woman who's trying to fit in desperately. At least that's what I was thinking at the time, to be completely transparent with you. A lot of times we believe our worth is dependent on our actions. But if our actions have no purpose, then it's meaningless. And that's counter to what our culture says. Our culture says that we have to look picture perfect and host meals with food that was grown in our garden and post them on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I I just don't see how impressing strangers and trying to overachieve helps any of us when we know that each one of us are preoccupied with our own self-motivated interests. Impressing others means nothing because they're only preoccupied with their own needs and concerns, not what's going on in our lives. And when you think about it, it's kind of futile. At least that's how I'm, my perception is. I don't know what, how you're perceiving what I'm saying. But I just know for me, if my priorities aren't aligned, it creates so much drama and so much confusion and stress for myself that I am literally roll out the red carpet for trouble seekers and for miscreants and all the other people that are not aligned with what I want to accomplish. Okay. Number three, I want you to explain your priorities to others and why they matter. Here's the thing that I find so fascinating. I go back. I went go back to that example that I was telling you about. I commonly hear, um, specifically from female clients, that their partners or significant others would try to step in and try to fix things, and they get upset because that's not what they wanted. They really just wanted sympathy, right? Here's the thing: a lot of people. When they want help, it either wants sympathy or they want solutions. Most men, now obviously, there's exceptions to the rule. If you're a man and you want sympathy, that's okay. No one's saying that you can't have sympathy, okay? But on balance, you know, people either want solutions, that's typically guys, and then women typically just want sympathy, okay? Now, obviously, there's women who want solutions too. I'm just telling you, in my experience, okay? No, you're gonna probably try to find my uh, email address and just write me like, "How dare you do gender stereotypes on this kind of stuff?" like. So, just in just for the purpose of the simplicity, let's just say that people either want s- sympathy or solutions, okay? All right. Let's just <laughs> let's just be easy here. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make here about that is that now we Have to be extremely clear about that our intentions when we talk with people because if we're not clear about what we want, they might try to step in and provide a remedy that you never even agreed to, you didn't even want, or perhaps you. Let's say you want a solution. Let's say you want a solution, right? And they give you a solution, right? But. You don't give them enough information for them to come up with a particular solution that actually works or is actually practical. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. I was involved in a particular marketing event and I had a question about a particular advertising platform feature and without even asking details, they specifically said, You should be doing this solution instead. And go on YouTube and you can find lots of examples. And I just sat there perplexed because instead of actually answering my question, they sidestepped it and just told me to go to another resource that may or may not even work for me. And that's what I definitely take issue when we're asking for solutions, but we're not really explain exactly what our limitations are or what we can and cannot do. Or in the case I gave an example, the person didn't even want to listen or ask more information. They just went to sidestep it and uh, provided another alternative that didn't even fit with my overall marketing goal. When you're taking advice from people, I'm assuming that you are talking with people who are really wishing to fully understand your situation before they dispense advice. If you're talking with someone who's rushing to give you a solution but not understand your situation, that the, the advice is, is meaningless. It's just totally meaningless. Don't even bother wasting your time. This That's just some advice for life. I'm just saying that. But this whole issue of we're asking for help... That means there's a responsibility on our part to make it really clear that we are fully understanding of our situation and we're talking to someone that respects us enough to wants to learn more about us. It's, it's a two-way street. And if you're not finding that, either, that means that you're either putting too high of a, res- a burden on that person or responsibility, or perhaps you haven't been clear about your situation, one of the two. We need to have a higher level of clarity within ourselves in order for us to get what we need from others. And again, I want you, to, if you've been listening to this, and you're like, oh, snap, Denise, I really do need this clarity. I need this insight. I need you to get into Amazing Attitude and start the course and start understanding yourself because a lot of us have been just repeating these cycles of chaos and confusion unnecessarily for years, okay? Now, the last thing I want to talk with you about is stop being an active participant in unnecessary drama. I was had a very fascinating conversation with this same particular client and she was telling me that it almost seems as if I'm playing a role where the client acts insane and crazy and instead of me telling the client you're acting insane and crazy, I nod my head and I start trying to apologize and then in emboldens the client to even act even worse and that isn't that's basically what's happening is you're allowing your client to it to learn to treat you like crap and that's really unfortunate because for a lot of us by apologizing to people who are clearly in the wrong and clearly acting appropriately. It actually teaches that client or whoever that it's okay to treat you like crap. And in fact, let's up the ante and make you feel even worse because they probably feel insecure about themselves. And that's the only way they feel secure about themselves is through making you feel like crap. And that's unacceptable. You deserve better than that. You deserve better than that. You deserve to have clients and family members and f- friends to treat you with respect, okay? And by participating in drama and depis- and and when I mean drama, I'm talking about people who are literally insulting you, ignoring you when you have a request, and you just dis- dismissing it or ignoring it as if as if it didn't happen, is actually inviting them to treat you worse and worse and worse in subsequent uh, interactions. And I don't want that for you at all. I don't want you to be dealing with people who think it's okay to treat you miserably. You deserve better than that. And I'm hoping that as you're listening to what I have to say, you'll take a really good hard look at people and situations in your life and say, okay, am I really helping people by ignoring my feelings? Am I really helping myself in this situation? What needs to change within myself in order for this relationship to work more optimally? And I bet you there definitely, definitely are some things, quick things that you could do. Perhaps you, need, you literally need to say, I understand that you feel upset, but talking to me in this tone of voice or insulting me is not helpful. In order for us to continue our interactions, I need you to have respect for me. And if that's not available to you, you don't believe that, I hope you can find someone else who can deal with you. Because I refuse to do that. And literally say it matter of fact. Because for a lot of the people who are treating and acting crazy like that, they're getting away with all sorts of drama and stress with other people. And you putting your foot down and saying, No, no, I'm not really interested in that. Literally sets the tone for you and them to know that you demand more for yourself and more from the relationship. All right. And again, this is just me quickly brushing through it. I, an amazing attitude. I talk more in depth about how to deal with these kinds of situations. But. I'm hoping that these tips have been helpful. Let's review everything that we've talked about. Is Number one is I need you to be clear about your needs. What do you want? I need you to up your self-care game routine. I need you to figure out ways that you can de-stress and have clarity of mind. And when you have clarity of mind, you can be really clear about how you want to interact with yourself and how you want to interact with others. And And I want you to, number two, is to set your priorities. I don't care if you have a little list around you that says, I tolerate this, I only want to be involved in this, whatever it is, set those priorities of what you need, okay? And then number three is explain those priorities to people if necessary and why, the reason behind it, because if they understand it, they're most likely to accept it, okay? And then also, what I like you to do is stop being an Active participant in unnecessary drama. If there is no reason under God's sweet name that you have to tolerate anyone berating you, belittling you, questioning you, but you also have to make it clear with other people what you need, what you expect, getting the necessary information from them to respond appropriately, and making sure that you only ask people who have the resources and the desire to help you. because a lot of times we get upset with people not providing solutions and they never even agree to it or they don't have the capacity to do it, okay? Well, I'm hoping this episode was helpful for you. If you have any other questions or concerns, write me at podcast at deniseglee.com. Love to talk with you offline if you want to continue the conversation. If you've been loving these podcasts, make sure that you share it with someone that can benefit from our conversations. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.